Welcome back, universe, to the SFBCPC mini-ep. That's an abbreviation for Sci-Fi Book Club Podcast miniature episode. On today's mini-ep, we'll be talking about Stranger Things, Season 1, Episode 2, created by the Duffer Brothers and released in Earth Year 2016. I'm your host, Brent Aldrich, and with me, as always, via holographic projection, uh, my co-host, Mr. John Love. Hi, John. And joining me also, as always, on the mini-eps, it's Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi, Gentlemen, you uh, find yourself on a pod filled with science fiction, books, and movies uh, from 900 years in the past. Uh, you you begin a transmission, podcasting back in time to try to make contact with them. Roll for initiative. I think it was even worse than yesterday. What'd you get, John? I mean, the last time we casted pods, I got I got four. Ooh, I got a five. I got fifteen. <laughs> Boy, jeez, every time. All right. You always take it. I practice a lot. Now, if, uh, do, do you guys happen to have a, uh, a D4 handy? Yeah. All right. Um, you could roll that and uh, let me know how many legs you have. Uh, should I be using a D4? or uh... You could probably use a D8 if a you D8. wanted to. Like, uh... That's not enough. <laughs> Um, one. <laughs> Again, not enough. You guys need to fuse together. Yeah, well, what about us together? Is that enough? I got, well, luckily I got two too many, so. <laughs> together we have six, so, you know, we'll figure it out. How do you feel about, like, potato uh, sack uh, style racing? That would be three legs, bro. Fair enough. Isn't that, like, one leg? Well, it's you, you hopping. You and a you and a friend, and you tie uh, one of each of your legs together. I guess you're right. It's three legs. It's <laughs> <laughs> a three-legged race. Potato sack. You just hop oh, into yeah, a potato yeah. sack and, and start hopping around. I see. Which Brent, you could probably use like a couple potato sacks, put three legs in one, and you've got two legs all of a sudden. <laughs> that's that's the dream. Well, no potato sacks to be found. Shoot. I like that I rolled exactly as high on a D4 as I did on a D20. Anyways, <laughs> proceed. Steve, you just watched uh, episode two and won the, um, you know, you, you won the initiative roll. Uh, what do you think, sir? Uh, another great episode. You get to learn a little bit more about Eleven, which was awesome. Um, looking mm-hmm. forward to the next episode. Yeah, through powers, as our friend Dustin says. Yep. Wouldn't have made her mad if we wouldn't have known you had superpowers. Exactly. Do we want to get into uh, everyone's favorite segment? Who's the hero? 
Uh, hey everyone, welcome to Who's the Hero? I'm your hero, John Love. With me as always, it's Brent and Steve. Hi, Brent and Steve. Hey. Hi, Brent and John. All right, uh, initiative winner, Steve. Uh, who, do you, who do you have? Uh, Barb. Good. Barb. Care to explain why? Yeah. Um, uh, she's the hero because she reminded all of us that this isn't us. This isn't how we act. And then she fled in the pool. Mm. That's a winner in my yep. That's That's hero stuff if I've ever seen it. Um, all right, Brent. Uh, who do you got? Yeah, I don't. I don't know his name, but um, he's like a. He's on the police force. He's like a, some kind of assistant. He's got those big glasses and just says the dumbest stuff imaginable. Um, character I forgot about uh, from the first watching, but uh, in this one, he gets a lot of good, a lot of good moments. Uh, talking about some guy jumping off the cliff into the lake, and you know, anyway, just a just a real goof. You know, bring bring some lighthearted energy to uh, to a show that can get kind of dark at times. Yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Well, unfortunately, you're both wrong because uh, everyone knows that the hero of this episode was Donald and uh, boss, the, the owner of the place where Joyce Byers works, and her boss, who gave her a uh, two week uh, pay, uh, gave her a free telephone. And a pack of camels. Donald, uh, you're a real hero. He did it a little bit begrudgingly, so you know he doesn't get full hero points. But if I were to rate him on the hero scale, I'd say 1.9 out of two legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Donald is a hero. You're you are really rooting for the good guys. That's that's good. It's good. I, of course. You think I would not? You think I'm a, I'm a good guy? <laughs> One rule. Big jump. I mean, I've got two rules. Have two legs. That's it. And that's how we play Who's the Hero? Uh, brought to you by Accidental Beans. Accidental Beans. Whoops. Accidental Beans. And we're back. Yeah, you know what? Um, there's a, We might as well jump right into this other um, segment. So uh, predictions from uh, episode one, Steve. I'd like to talk about uh, where we stand on your previous predictions, and then you can add, add more as you see fit. First prediction. Did you, did you tally those down as well? Yeah. Uh, as best as I got. I might need your help, yeah. Uh, first one, I think, okay. was that Eleven would, would play D&D in the basement. Was that the gist of your prediction? Yeah. She kind of did. Yeah. She, uh, she used the D&D board to point out that Will was hiding from the Dimgarden. That was kind of playing D and D. I'll accept it, John. Accept it. I think the jury's out because I feel like is the key component. Because I would say we've been playing D and D this whole time strictly because we started off by rolling dice. Sure. You can have all the figures in the world, but D and D is a game played. In the theater of the mind, a gentleman's game. Exactly, and so I—I I don't know. I'll give you partial credit for that one, but yeah. you know, with with this grand prize on the line, I'm not going to give these away too easily. Okay, we can we'll we'll mark it down as half credit, and we'll revisit next episode. One um, of the two legs on that one. 
Uh, Hooper drinking another beer for breakfast. Yeah, he drank a tall boy out on the on the deck, but he didn't drink one for breakfast. So it could, yeah, point. yeah, I agree. Not fulfilled. It was more like a midnight snack. Yeah, and we didn't exact. We didn't see him drink it either. It's true. So I don't know. I think because the first time, the first episode, there was just a bunch of beer cans laying around. Yeah. So I mean, obviously he drank those at some point, but I don't. I mean, who knows which ones of those were for breakfast? If we didn't see him, you know, do, take the pills and have the one for breakfast. So I'll give you a quarter credit for that one. Okay. Um, is the next one about Nancy and Steve? Is that the next one we've got? Mark. Nancy and Steve getting to second base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nancy and Steve also Thoughts. hit it or hit it out of the park. Yeah. You know, they they rounded second. I mean, well, let's talk about where second base is, Steve. <laughs> it's after first and before third. I think it depends on your definition. I'm just I'm just curious where we're drawing the line here. If if they're safe or not, you know. <laughs> if they stole second or just uh, uh, or just got a double. It's a really, um, I don't know, potentially interesting question because Steve, I mean, you are from roughly that era in the same place. So, I mean, you're probably the real expert on, on base running at that point in time because, you know, the sexual liberation movements of the three 3000s, I mean, the 2900s, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, things really opened up. So we've got a lot more bases these days. Yeah. How many bases do you have? There's last so, I checked like 51. So many. so many. Second base is just like high fiving. Yeah. Second base. Second base in my time frame was uh, first base was kiss and second base was uh, hand stuff. <laughs> oh, like alley open. Feel somebody out there touching their, their private bits. Oh, uh, yeah, like touching their third leg. Gross. Yeah. yeah, touching their third or fifth leg. Hand stuff, The uh, like the handshake that Dustin and I can't remember his name shared, the, the spit shake. Spit swimmer, yeah. I guess That's... you could consider that second base. I think that'd be right. closer to your guys' second base than my second base. Yep. All our bases had to do with sexual stuff. Which was, oh, okay. Uh... Goes to the wayside when you get to the fifty-one different bases. Yeah, it's pretty much anything that has to do that, that you see people on a baseball field do. Mm-hmm. So high five and slapping butts. Yeah, slapping butts. Knocking out of the park. Slapping butts is kind of slapping butts is kind of our second base. I got gotcha. you. Uh, All right, well, now it's clear. So uh, are we are we checking that one off the list though? Yeah, I think so. I think full credit. Because uh, again, he's the resident expert of okay. base running at that time and place. A home run on base, <laughs> unprecedented. Some say impossible. This seventeenth base, where we're from, getting a home run from <laughs> on second base. Yeah, I. If you get a three pointer from third base, it counts double. Mm-hmm. Basketball, great movie. Uh, I, the next one I've got written down is that the. the uh, a, a demigorgon will make Reese's Pieces float around the room. <laughs> I, see it. I, feel like I think we need visual confirmation. 
There's some Reese's Pieces behind that That's wall right. when it kind of when it pushed out into the room. Ugh. He was reaching for the Reese's Pieces. That's what he's coming for. I don't like it's that possibility. Well, <laughs> I don't like that this part. This candy, guys. I don't like <laughs> that part. I don't like that part. Yeah, as far as we know, as far as we know, all all they he does is just come and steal candy, and that's it. So jury's out on Reese's Pieces floating around the room. Zero points awarded. <laughs> jury's in. Yeah. All right. Final. The final one. Oh yeah. Oh right. You're also gonna put the Demogorgon in quarantine. Yeah, we didn't see it. Didn't I don't see think it. that we did. Though. I don't think that uh, after it took poor Barb, I don't think uh, it was in anywhere near a quarantine. Mm. Nope. So, nope, not quite. So, okay. yeah, how, how do we do this? Do you just like do these same predictions persist, or is it a, for the third episode a whole new series of pr- predictions? I uh, think your predictions. Okay, I think any that you didn't get full credit on will accept in future episodes for partial credit. But uh, if you want to make some new predictions for the next episode. Joyce gets a phone call. From anybody specific or just in general? Just a phone call. Bar makes a left turn. Okay. Steve Harrington learns to crane kick. (laughs) Great. And John Byers eats Gilbert Grape. Man, I thought we were going to have to like look so closely at the, at the next episode after your first two. <laughs> like a car making a left, we're really going to have to focus. But I think I think we'll catch most of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, both of those at the end, you know that that Steve. I will say um, at this point, still don't really like him, but I don't know if that's because I can't separate him from thinking still how much he looks like Ben Schwartz. And how slimy Ben Schwartz plays every character, and so this just feels like another character to me. But um, don't like the guy. Uh, and uh, and Jonathan Byer uh, got his freak on there a little bit. Uh, he's getting weird too. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing some some photographing. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I like that the first like three or four photos he took were just like piles of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, he's just documenting uh, a party and some some base running. Quite quite the aspiring young photographer, if I do say so myself. Um, hey, Steve, um, what do you think was that thing? What do you, so do you think that thing coming through the wall was just after candy? Is that your... Uh, what else would it be after? Is this still Steve's prediction corner? Hmm. Uh, I just... Um... I, I the only time I've ever pushed through a wall is for candy. So. <laughs> what kind of candy? Reese's Pieces. Were you just singing also that I want candy song? <laughs> yeah, I want candy. And punching drywall. I mean, I've heard of people doing it for doing it for Kool Aid, but never for candy. Oh no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that wall stuff. It's too spooky for me. Yeah. Definitely, like it was completely different. We went from like lights flickering and yeah. to like physical, physical incarnation or something. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, 
Yeah, what do you think uh, about Will's status? What do you think he's uh, he's up to right now? He's somewhere. It seems like uh, the way the demigorgon appears and disappears, it's like it's electricity or like exists within electricity. So it's like traveling through our phone lines or power lines. So that's where we keep getting these weird phone calls to Joyce's phone. Okay. Thanks to uh, Donald. And then, uh, so I figure every person that this, this monster uh, claims uh, at least seems like they're existing somewhere else, like it's taking him to another realm. Bill seems like he's still alive. You hear his voice over the telephone. Um, you think him and the Demogorgon are just like chilling in the phone uh, lines? In the phone lines. I don't know if they're chilling, but I feel like Will's peeing his pants a little bit. Sure. That's really the thing. You think the wears pants? Yeah. Don't wear pants. Everybody knows that. Okay. I mean, if they did, yeah. how would they put them on? Legs in the time. Well, we'll see. Jury's out on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was just going to say, like, I, I felt like watching this one just. Uh, I I didn't have the same amount of unanswered questions from episode one. Um, right. Like if it was me, I could probably safely pause after this one in ways probably. I didn't want to do after the first episode. But I don't know how you feel about that. It wasn't quite as, um, but more about the world. But I definitely felt like I could I could pause and, and wait. It wasn't as suspenseful at the end. Well, I think I mentioned last time that you got to make sure you're quick on the trigger that you don't stumble into the start of the next episode because the very beginning of the next episode, if you see any, like, one second of it, stop watching that episode. There's no way. So this next one, you're thrown into the deep end immediately and literally. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, it's going to be great. What was the deal with the pool? Like, what what activated the Timmy Gorgon at that point? Like, I guess there's lights around, but the blood hitting the water was that what initiated the Timmy Gorgon? That's the that was like the question I had. Like, starting to puzzle together what makes this thing oh, right. work and how it operates. Yeah. Uh, the first time did have anything similar, other than the lights, that this one did when Barb was sitting in the feed in and. A drop of blood drips into the water. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so the, uh, I mean, the whole show has a lot of reference to '80s horror films. Yeah, I think that might just be the one reference to this 1970s kind of horror film or thriller. Jaws, when like the drop of blood is in the water, it just seems like yeah, they're kind of setting up some sort of Jaws reference there for sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need uh, higher-waisted pants. Of course. We're going to need sharper knives to open our beers to shotgun. Yeah. We're going to need a better shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I don't even know if this is a segment now, but do you guys have any um, updated info that you guys want to share about Scooby-Doo? Or... Scooby-Doo front? Yeah, are there any, any developments on the Scooby-Doo front? Well... I, I can confirm, yes, yeah, Scrappy-Doo um, does, in fact, without without a shadow of a doubt, walk on two legs and just speak uh, the English language. <laughs> it's weird. 
the best do. The finest of the Dew Clan. Yeah, no, no word on um, no word on Scrappy Doo's missing parents, or I guess Scooby Doo's brother or sister. I'll find out in Stranger Things. I think that's what is really going to be the big reveal here. We're going to find out somewhere wherever Will Byers is. That's where resides. Doing some real do research. Mm-hmm. We need to, for sure. Do due diligence. Pay its due diligence. Exactly. I'm writing that down. <laughs> due diligence. The only thing with this episode that I wanted to say was just that, you know, I, I did think that, again, that those references to uh, E.T. were pretty strong in this particular one. Only in this case, it was more with uh, bringing Eleven inside and, like, you know, shoving her in the closet to hide and, and being like sneaking around the parents. Anyway, paying a little bit of attention for that. In addition to those other references like Jaws or whatever else. Lynch doctor guy seems like that's Eleven's father. She said Papa in the, the flashback scene. He likes it when you call him Big Papa. R.I.P. Biggie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much we can talk about the Papa thing without too many spoilers. Yeah, don't spoil it, but it's just definitely something I noticed. Either either there's some weird power dynamic where he was a father figure before whatever was going on to her, or it's literally her father. So that's interesting. Uh, how did your father treat you, Steve? Uh, he locked me in a closet. and real nice guy. Yeah, so you can really relate to this story. Yeah, wait. Do you have a? Do you have like a mental powers also? Some kind of telekinesis? Uh, no, no, no powers. It didn't work for me. Well, I mean, as far as I know, this is unprecedented contact from the past. I mean, I'm still not even sure how we're communicating with you. You just all of a sudden we could hear you on the pod. Lights in the bathroom don't work right now. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it's yeah. very, very strange. I just I, I keep picking up you know my my phone and it just keeps blowing out and electrocuting my face, but uh, that seems normal. It's very dangerous for you since you made it a paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> catch fire. Uh, can I, I admit something to you guys? Um, you guys was uh, I think I'm the last person here in my time uh, and place that hasn't seen Stranger Things, so I set out. Um, online to try and find like somebody I could talk to about. I'm kind of embarrassed to talk to my friends here because they've all watched it and I haven't watched it, which kind of makes me feel like a uh, like a bit of a loser. But um, yeah. so I found you guys and uh, just started uh, plugging in some. Uh, all of a sudden, you guys showed up on my screen. So yeah, you should be. You feel very comfortable amongst uh, losers from 900 years in the future instead of all the cool kids from your time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah, yeah. And, and usually when people start doing research about safe spaces in the galaxy, we're usually the first thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right there on Google, even in my time frame. But, That's uh, good to know. It's very yeah. difficult to optimize your... Uh, you know, your, your search algorithms from 900 years in the future. Yeah. We've tried. 
good to hear. Yeah. Every time, like, literally after I finish an episode on Netflix, screen and we just start talking about what I just saw, which is pretty freaking sweet. Oh, nice. All right, so we're, we're figuring it out. Yeah, we'll get you back in, the, in with the cool kids yet. Sweet. All I want to do is be cool. Hey, what would, what, would, what would Barb say about that, Steve? What would Barb say? What? Barb. Whoa. Controversial. Yeah. No. She's not my hero. Okay. Yeah, it seemed like you betrayed <laughs> you betrayed Barb real quickly there. Because I'm Team Donald all the way. I'm going to ride that train to the ground. Stranger things great again. Exactly. Um, well, I don't know, Brent, do you yeah. want to sing the uh, the rating systems intro since it's kind of your segment, since you're asking, uh, you know, thoughts on the, the individual characters? Oh, I wasn't even going to do that. I was just going to, I was just, I was just looking forward to rhyming three words again, but we, <laughs> we could, we could skip rating systems. I, I, yeah, I didn't really have any, any characters this time to check up with, uh, but maybe next, next step. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, well, Steve, again, I you know you um, uh, won the initiative role, so you get to you get to start uh, the way that we're going to close every episode, every every mini about just three words that rhyme. Cool. Ghoul. Fool. An implied comma before I said that, and an implied exclamation point after it. Pool ghoul fool. That's a pretty good synopsis of this episode. Yeah. And that's three words that rhyme. And that's how we close up this mini ep. Uh, I think, or maybe go watch uh, episode three, right this very morn. Yep. All right. We'll see y'all on the other side of uh, episode three. Cheerio.